Welcome to Penny for Your Thoughts. Uh, this is the first instalment in Orlando Magic UK's weekly uh, review show. So what we're going to do is just have a little look at uh, the week ahead for the Magic and discuss what we've seen in the week leading up to this uh, show. So I'm joined by my two friends, Paul Bacon and Mikey Clark who, along with me, uh, formed the three-headed Orlando Magic UK um, page. So, uh, how are your hangovers, boys? All good right. here. All good here. Not too much celebrating of Leeds getting the championship. Well happy. Uh, and Liverpool only winning the Premier League title, so it's not a big deal, is it, really? No. There's nobody there to witness it. Never mind. Uh, my celebration... About two weeks' time when Cardiff promoted to the Premier League. So uh, I look forward to those. Well, I'm right. Swansea out, mate. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's look, have a little look on what's the, on the agenda uh, this week. So we're going to have a, a little chat about the bubble. We're going to have a, your thoughts on the first game of the scrimmages <laughs> against the Los Angeles Clippers last night. And, and a little look ahead at the other two games against the LA Lakers and the Denver Nuggets. So, guys, um, thoughts on the bubble so far? Personally, I think they've done an amazing job. Uh, you've got to put huge credit to the NBA, Adam Silver and Disney for what they've done. Um, producing quality training courts, giving uh, the players every opportunity to get back into the game. And then, the clearly, the the course that they were playing on last night um, it's working really well, I think it's fantastic great way to get the basketball back Yeah, completely agree Paul um, I mean, if the NBA couldn't pull it off nobody's going to pull it off um, it's a bit it's a bit of a funny subject for us G, isn't it because the Lakers yeah. and teams like that are staying in the hotel we should have been staying in when we were going to Orlando in March Um but no, everything they're doing from testing the players every day and making sure that they're trying to keep everything as confined as possible and and avoid any potential outbreak at the moment uh, seems to be going really well. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and it, it's nice to know that the Magic have had a clean bill of health <coughs> thus far with uh, Markel Fultz joining the fold um, just over the weekend. We, of course, didn't see him uh, participate yesterday along with Jonathan Isaac. Um, so the Magic dropped last night's game, ninety nine ninety, to the LA Clippers uh, in the first scrimmage. Um, how do you think the, the the boys played? Go on, G. Go on, Mikey. Do you want to go first? Um, I think for the first outing, I think it was a difficult situation to uh, to to really get a grasp on how we thought the game was going to look. Not only if they had to adapt to playing in what's essentially a basketball court in a studio. Um, you've got the conditioning side of it and knowing what sort of level the players are at coming into it because they've not played for three, four months. Um, but I think if you look, Vooch was sharp last night. Um, was it 18 and 10, I think he finished with? Finish um, yeah. I thought Aaron Gordon had a point to prove last night. Um, 
every time the ball touched his hands, it felt like he wasn't going to pass to anybody else and he was just going to shoot. Um, I think Aaron's going to have a really good uh, next few months going into the playoffs. I think he might just be our best player like the the run to the end of last season and the playoffs was as well. Um, but score-wise, it doesn't matter, does it? Let's be honest. It's all about getting their conditioning and, and adjusting to the new situation. Yeah, completely agree. Score-wise, not really worried. Um, the only concern from my point of view was the shooting. Long-distance shooting wasn't good again. Um, let's be honest, they've been a, a long while. Uh, hopefully, that is something that we pick up because um, we've gone into the hiatus <coughs> with the number one ranked offence in the NBA. And it's a shame that we've, we've got broke up at that point because we were flying. We were absolutely flying at that point. I thought, like you say, Vooch looked really good. Um, I liked the fitness that a lot of the players had got. They looked to be in good condition. Um, it was good to see the squad players get a run out just to get them a few minutes just in case we need them at any point in the future. Uh, but I think <coughs> we all know the core of 11 players that we're going to be seeing. Uh, Michael Carter-Williams, again, I thought was fantastic. He had a cracking game. Full-on energy, that boy. Yeah. So just have a little look at the uh, box score. So the Magic shot 45% to the Clippers, 54%. Um, you were talking about the, the long ball not going down. Uh, Evan Fournier particularly didn't shoot the ball very well. Terence Ross did. Um, so you said, yeah, Vucevic 18 and 10 in 21 minutes. Uh, Aaron Gordon 13 and 7 in 21 minutes. And like what you said, Mikey, it didn't seem like you wanted to pass the ball. But I did like how aggressive um, Aaron was. Um, Carter Williams finished with 16 points uh, and is always a handful, high energy guy. Uh, Terence Ross then uh, with 14. Um, yeah, like you said, it's it was a run out. It was nice to, to see the boys play again and to get their conditioning up. Um, result didn't matter. The only thing I was a little disappointed <clears throat> was um, seeing Mo Bamba only play six minutes um, and a, a bunch of his minutes going to Ken Birch. Not that that's a problem, but, you know, Bamba's been with us now two, three years. Um, <coughs> number, five, number five pick in the draft. I think it was the fifth, yeah. And he just want a bit more output, or so just to see a little bit more. Um, he may come on. What do you think? What do you think, guys? I, I think. Go on, Paul. Go on, Mikey. Go on. I, I was just going to say, I think just take one game at a time of Mo. He's put on a ton of weight. You can see that just by looking at him. He's he's gained a lot of muscle during the break. Uh, during the break. Um, and he's just got to adjust to playing in a new weight and getting up and down the court um, and playing at pace and being in the right position. And and just, I, I wouldn't rush him along. I think I think on Saturday when we play the Lakers, you'll probably see him play, I don't know, another four or five minutes on top of what he played last night. Maybe into going into the Nuggets game, they might bring him back up to more of a, uh, what I'd call... A backup role. A backup role, yeah, exactly. Yeah, more regular minutes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm not too disappointed with Bamba. I think if he does, I think if he plays the same minutes on Saturday, then yeah, you got it might be taking a bit more time with him. I thought I actually read that he was only going to have five to six minutes. Anyway, hmm. uh, I thought they'd said yeah. that pre-game. So 
they're, they're clearly aware of the issues that he's had with injuries. Um, no point in risking somebody at a pointless scrimmage game. And that, if, if there is anything I would take away from last night's game, it's everybody came through unscathed. They got, they yeah. got some minutes in, they got some yeah. fitness, and we came away with no injuries. That's, that's all we can be hoping for, really. It would be nice to see a, a W, but not too worried. No, that's it. But in fairness, in the first quarter and the second quarter, we made runs. We took the lead. We were up six, seven, eight points at one point. Um, then, you know, the bench did come in. We did surrender that lead. Uh, and like you said, end of the game, you know, we were playing uh, Johnson, Law, uh, Iwundu. Players, you know, aren't going to finish games when it comes to the no. crunch. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So, so looking ahead now, we've got the <clears throat> Elevators in a, a nice UK friendly time at five o'clock, I think it is, on Saturday, then yeah. followed by the Denver Nuggets on Monday. What are we expecting? I know we've mentioned bits and bobs of it already, but just another run out? I think much the same. I think much the same um, that we will see the whole squad getting minutes. We will see. Uh, I, I would expect that Mo perhaps has a few more minutes. Uh, hopefully, we get to see Markel this time round uh, because that then at least starts to put more regular balance <laughs> to the rotations that you would expect to see. Um, I think that, again, the results immaterial. It's all about avoiding injury, getting some sharpness, getting some match fitness. Um, and seeing the dynamic of the team building back, that's what we're after for the Lakers game. Yeah, yeah. I think I think Saturday's going to be similar. I think Monday is when we'll probably see yeah Clifford shorten the rotation now. Um, yeah, and and make sure that the nine man rotation, ten man rotation, whatever he's going to go with, that they're ready to hit the ground running against the Nets next Friday. That's that's what they're building up for. Um, so, yeah, I think I agree with Paul. Saturday, I'd expect something of the same and faults to feature. And then maybe the Nuggets, that rotation gets shortened and you won't see players like Fraser um, and Vic Law and players like that. Yeah. I think hasn't uh, Steve Clifford said that he anticipates using a larger um, rotation, perhaps up to 11 players? in the play, not the playing games, the seeding games. Mm-hmm. He's expecting to perhaps use a larger number of players with um, fitness and demands that there's going to be on playing so often in such a short period of time. So I think when we, was, when we came to the start of the season anyway, we were all talking um, that we have a core of 11 players, 11, 12 players that we're happy to see brought in at any, any phase of a game. Um, and then you've got those other guys, uh, like your Melvin Frazier's, um, <coughs> we all know I'm not a fan of his, who are there, I'll be nice and say make up the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't help it, I can't, I can't pretend I like the guy. <laughs> uh, that's fair enough. Uh, what do you think, there? G? What, what well, do you think you're going to see yeah, on Monday, on Saturday? Well, we're going to see uh, a longer game. Uh, it's 12 minutes a quarter as opposed mm-hmm. to the 10-minute tune-up we had yesterday. 
but like what you said, um, Saturday will be a bit more like ye- like yesterday, last night was, uh, and Monday we should see, you know, perhaps the starters playing, pushing on 30 minutes um, just to get them, you know, as tuned up as possible. Um, you know, you're hoping for your best players to, to perform right out of the gate. Um, that's what we need. Um, we don't want to burn ourselves out at the same time. So, I think know. it's a really interesting situation, though, because if you think we're in a situation where we've got to be ready next Friday, mm. along with the Nets and the Wizards and the Suns and the Blazers, all of those teams can't take it easy. They've got to be ready to play next week, whereas the top seeding teams, they can, they can almost use the seeding games unless they're playing for position, unless yeah. they're trying to, hit, trying to finish in a certain seed and, and get a certain matchup. Those teams can almost look at the, as the seeding games like their extended scrimmage games, can't they? They yeah, can they have rest players if they need look, to. Teams like the Bucks, the Lakers have got eleven warm-up games. There's, yeah. there's nothing at stake for them. They just want to get some rhythm, some fitness, uh, and some continuity. Again, we we've got a little I, bit more to play for. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Mike and I were speaking earlier in the week and Mike was listening to the Zach Lowe podcast and um, I think you said, Mikey, that you're expecting a few more surprises, uh, perhaps some shock uh, results yeah. when we when we first start out with the highest seeds like the Lakers and the Bucks not playing their full, you know, nine, ten man rotation from the off. So, yeah, uh, yeah that's interesting. Um, we're but, going to see those players, but I don't think that we'll see... LeBron, for example, playing the number of minutes that you would expect to see him come the game's meaning of something. Yeah. No. Right. So the so look, look at the magic rotation. One player that is um, we'd like back uh, is Jonathan Isaac. Um, Absolutely. Let me just put it out to you. Prediction. When do you think we'd see Jonathan Isaac, Isaac if at all? Um, I think there's potential from the way that uh, John Hammond was interviewed last night and how we've listed him as part of the, the, the squad for the, uh, the bubble that we will see him in the playoffs once we get to the playoffs, potentially. Perhaps um, he may feature latterly in, the, in these seeding games for a few minutes, just to get him some fitness, uh, just to get him some game time. But yeah, I would be. I, I don't think we'll see him until we are settled um, and in a position where we've definitely qualified. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um, I don't think they've got a timeline on when they think he's going to come back, but. The way that they've kept everything on the down low, like they did with faults in the summer, and then all of a sudden they should, they put that video up, didn't they? And, and invited the media and said faults is ready, and then and then the hype started then. But I think there's been a couple of videos that have been surfacing that the magic made last week, where uh, Isaac was dunking with a brace on his knee, and later in the day they took that down. Um, edited it without that in there so there was no footage of Isaac so whether they're just doing that to dampen 
everyone's expectations whether he's going to come back or not who knows but I think they're just trying to not put a timeline on his return I think like I think if he does come back I think it will be before the playoffs it might be maybe one of the last two or three games of the seedings um so he's ready for the playoffs or at least can make have some involvement in the playoffs but I don't know it's too difficult what do you reckon G I a bit like you, I, I think perhaps games six, seven, eight, you ease him in. Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully, you know, we, we don't have to have this um, in play-in game or whatever it's called. We don't have to worry about that with the Wizards. Um, so hopefully we, we lock seven up. Uh, look forward to a first-round meeting with probably the, the Toronto Raptors or the Boston Celtics. Um, and then, yeah, if we can get him get him some minutes in games six, seven and eight, get him ready. There'll probably be a little bit of a break before <clears> the playoffs start. And then, you know, he's a competitor. He wants to go out there and play. Um, so hopefully we see him start and uh, do great things. So uh, that's my hope. But um, like you said, nobody knows. The Magic keeping everything under wraps and um, that's just the way the organisations run, which it, yeah. I think he's quite happy with. I think with. he's close. I think he's getting closer. A lot closer than we than than we ever hoped he would. Yeah. So at this point, uh, we'd probably give predictions, but there's no point. There's no point putting a prediction on the Laker game or the Nuggets game. We don't care. We just want no injuries, don't we? Absolutely. Yeah. Touch wood. Yeah. Wood. Um, so at this point of the uh, show, we're gonna we're gonna go round Robert, have a bit of a trivia quiz. So this week, I've set the the question. I know you've been dying. I'm this dreading week. this part. <laughs> so then, from the current Magic roster this season in the bubble, the question is, so you can confer between yourselves, which three players from the current Magic roster were originally drafted by the Philadelphia 76ers? Okay, well, one's one's very obvious. That's quite easy, yeah. So go on then. Uh, Mr. Fultz. Mr. Fultz. I, yeah, it might be sneaky. James Ennis. It wasn't James Ennis. Oh, James I could say he, he, he came to us from them, but I didn't think he was drafted by it. No, no. He, he was drafted by the Atlanta Hawks, Ennis was. Have we only got Markel so far? Did I miss somebody? No, we've got Vooch. I thought Vooch, Vooch and Markel. I didn't hear you so, say Vooch. I apologise. Vooch yeah. played his first season and then <laughs> was involved in, in the Howard yep. trade. Yeah. So, if you want a clue, I can give oh, you a clue. Oh, MCW. Oh, MCW. Absolutely. Rookie of the yeah, year. Anyway. I'm going to say, I ought to, I ought to have got that one straight away because I saw him in his rookie season. Yeah, there you go. So he wasn't too nice, was it? That's oh, right. I'm all right. I'm happy with that. Good, good, good. Got a stinker for you next week, G. Yeah, bring it on. (laughs) It's like being on pointless. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so um, that that wraps wraps it up for for us today. Um, We can be uh, found on all sorts of social media. The boys have been very busy putting together a website. Um, Do you want to tell us where we are, guys? Yeah, so... you can uh, find us at orlandomagicuk.com. 
Um, and you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Orlando Magic UK. All the links are on the website. Um, and yeah, we're, we're putting out weekly content. This is something new we're going to be doing. Um, Paul's been working hard with all the articles that are going up on the website. So we've got some help to do with that next. Um, I'm just doing a quick one. I'm doing one at the moment for uh, last night's game as well. Just putting a little bit of something out. That'll be up later on. Yes. Awesome. Brilliant. No, thank you for your time, gentlemen. And, um, Excellent, guys. See you guys next week.